Good evening. I'm October Weeks, paranormal horror dark fantasy author. I also write paranormal romance under the name Libby Bishop. Welcome to Haunted October's Paranormal Podcast. Grab your favorite drink, cozy up around the campfire, and enjoy the show. So tonight we're going to be talking about shapeshifters. Um, of course, werewolves, werecats, um, the legends and myths behind shapeshifting, stuff like that. I will say that yes, werewolves are my favorite shapeshifters. <laughs> and I think a lot of that is because I love, I absolutely love wolves. And I feel deeply that they are essential um, for a healthy environment. And that love of wolves translated into my love of werewolves in any form, be they the monster form, be they you know, the more gentler shape-shifting form, um, everything. <laughs> I think that's why I'm so attached to werewolves. You don't see them too much in my writing. Um, you'll see shapeshifters in the Tuck Houston series, which is uh, the Strigoi can shift into wolves. And you'll see it in my Green Mountain Shifter series under my paranormal romance name, Libby Bishop. The last book in the series is Claimed by the Wolf. Um, so you'll see werewolves in that one. I am currently writing a full-length werewolf book that just features werewolves, and I'm really excited. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to read it. Um, I'm also working on the second book in my uh, young adult, new adult uh, urban fantasy series, and the second book has werewolves in it. In terms of other shifters, in the Green Mountain Shifter series, the first book is Claimed by the Bruin, which features bears, and then bear shifters. And then the second book, which is Claimed by the Catamount, she, uh, features cat shifters. <laughs> so a little bit more um, prevalent in my romance writing. <laughs> but they're coming along in my um, darker stuff, too. Do I believe there are shapeshifters in this world? Yes, I do. And you can laugh at that, <laughs> and that's okay. But I do believe that there, there are those of us who can sh uh, change shape. But I believe in a lot of supernatural stuff that most people don't, so. <laughs> um, the first werewolf, werewolf book I read was Blood and Chocolate by Annette uh, Curtis Cloth. I really, um, I didn't enjoy the book <laughs> as much as I thought I was going to, but it was the first werewolf book that I read. Um, the one, the first one that I really loved was Cycle of the Werewolf by Stephen King. Um, he, which is uh, the movie Silver Bullet is based off of, and I really enjoyed that. Of course, I'm a huge Stephen King fan, and that is one of my, uh, in my top 10 of favorite Stephen King books. A lot of my favorite werewolf fiction nowadays is urban comes from urban fantasy and I absolutely my all-time favorite urban fantasy with werewolves in it is the Kitty Norville series by Carrie Vaughn I absolutely love this series so much it starts with Kitty in the Midnight Hour and if you have not read this series I highly recommend you do it's also really awesome because we get to see um, supernaturals coming out into the open in live time, so to speak. And you get to see the reactions and um, 
how the laws start to meet it. And it's awesome. I loved seeing that because normally in urban fantasy, they are either still hidden from, you know, humans or the mass majority of humans, or they're already out and there's already rules established and they've been out for a long time. So to get to see um, them coming out and kind of that live action sort of way is a wicked awesome. So again, if you have not read it, please go do because it is an awesome series. Another urban fantasy urban fantasy series I loved was uh, the Mercedes Thompson series by Patricia Briggs, and so Mercy is a coyote, but she's surrounded by werewolves and she was raised by werewolves, and I love the werewolves in this book. I also love that Mercy is a coyote, and I love. Um, the differences that Brid that Patricia Briggs uh, puts into the series uh, regarding different shapeshifters, and if you haven't read that series, again, it starts with Moon Call, and I highly, highly suggest going to check that out too. There's actually a spin-off series of that one um, called the Alpha and Omega series. It starts with Cry Wolf, um, and I highly, if you like the first few books of the Mercy series, you should check out Alpha and Omega because I really like those two. The uh, Jill Kismet series by Lilith St. Crow, I highly suggest that one too. Um, so I'm going to have to do, you know, I just realized I'm going to have to do a whole other thing about Monster Hunters. <laughs> but a whole other podcast. But yes, so um, the Jill Kismet series has shapeshifters in it. I highly suggest checking that series out too. Uh, Skyla Dawn Cameron, I mentioned her in my vampire podcast. She has a uh, young adult series called um, The River Wolf Duology. I really highly suggest checking those out. Um, it's kind of a reversal. It's about an alpha female wolf who um, gets turned into a human teenage girl. And I, it's one of the books that made me fall in love with Skyla's writing. So if you have not read that series, I highly suggest. She just, um, she did release a short story over the holidays featuring River, and it was nice uh, stepping into that world again. The first book is called River, and uh, again, go check it out if you have not read it yet. Um, Lilith St. Crow also wrote a young adult series under the name Lily St. Crow. And it's the Strange Angels series. You guys need to go check that out. Because <laughs> it's awesome. It is so awesome. I love that series. I love her take on shapeshifters. And um, I just, just go read it. That's all I can say is just go read it. It is that good. Just go read it right now. I did mention the Anita Blake books in my vampire uh, podcast. But the first nine books... Are, I really did enjoy those and the shapeshifters in those. She's got werewolves and uh, cat shifters um, and a couple of other assorted creatures like the Lamia and all of that. There is a nonfiction book that I found. Oh, I think it was in my <laughs> I think it was in my early 20s. It's called the Werewolf Book. It's the Encyclopedia of Shapeshifting Beings by Brad Steiger. Um, I loved that book. I still have it, actually, and I believe you can still get it um, online. It's one of my favorite nonfiction books. It lists everything from books, movies, 
and TV myths and legends from around the world of shapeshifters. Um, so I highly recommend checking that out if you haven't yet. It's where I really first learned of, you know, the Beast of Bray Road and the Loop Guru and all of that. So um, again, it's the werewolf book, the Encyclopedia of Shapeshifting Beings. Um, go check that out if you haven't yet. I, in terms of movies and TV shows, <laughs> so of course, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, and who does not love Oz? I loved Oz, um, it, but it has an assortment of shifters. Uh, so of course, I highly, highly suggest checking that TV show out because it's one of my all-time favorites. Um, another favorite TV show of mine was Bitten. Um, so I wasn't happy with how it ended. <laughs> And I know they, it felt a little rushed, and I know it was because they weren't going to be renewed. But I really, really hated uh, how that ended. Yeah, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I hate it the way that ended. The last few episodes mm, really annoyed the fuck out of me. <laughs> but as a whole, I really love that TV show. I did not actually, I really did not like the books. I only got um, through the first one and half of the second one um, by Kelly Armstrong, and I just did not like the secondary characters. I didn't, I could not get attached to any of them, and it really um, stopped me from being able to read any further into the series. So um, I was surprised at how much I liked the TV show at first because I, I ended up liking a lot of the characters um, the way they were written for the TV show. So I do highly suggest that one if you've not seen it yet. Of course, my all-time favorite, and I'm not even going to lie, it is my number one favorite show, Supernatural, <laughs> which shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone who follows me on social media. But um, I love their shapeshifters in, those, uh, in that series. Um, of course, Garth is my favorite. Who doesn't love Garth? Um, I love that we got to see him in uh, an episode, a few episodes back um, for season 15. He is so awesome. I love Garth. Um, I loved Ladies Drink for Free. I think, and I want to say it was season 11. I could be wrong, and maybe it was season 12. But um, with Claire, oh, you guys, it was so good. So of course I'm gonna very much suggest if you have not gotten into that series to please go watch Supernatural because it's awesome. <laughs> um, for the few, so True Blood, of course, on HBO has a lot of shapeshifters, and but I have to say that I watched the first few seasons and I stopped because I didn't like the direction that some of the characters took and it really took my enjoyment out of it. But though I did like those first few seasons, so if you have not watched True Blood, you can go ahead and check that out. I do suggest at least giving it a look-see. I enjoyed Hemlock Grove. Um, I caught up with all the seasons on Netflix, <laughs> and I did enjoy it. It was different. Um, it was a different sort of show, but I really enjoyed it. And of course, I love Famke Jansen, so um, that is what drew me to the series and I really enjoyed it. Uh, of course, Penny Dreadful. I absolutely loved that series as well. Grimm, the TV show Grimm. I loved 
absolutely loved that show. <laughs> um, so go check that one out too if you like Shapeshifters. I think you'll really like that series. Um, Being Human, the UK version as well as the American version, I really enjoyed both. Teen Wolf. <laughs> I came onto the Teen Wolf bandwagon um, late. I think I ended up coming in around the second half of the last season, but it took me a while to catch up with it because um, I cut my cable <laughs> and they weren't streaming it on Netflix. I was so pissed and I wish they would put it on there now because I'd really like to binge watch it. But um, I really enjoyed it. As campy as it could be, I really enjoyed the series. <laughs> and it would be cool um, to do like a reunion movie of it or, you know, get another season in since they're doing so many reboots. I would absolutely love to see that. Um, Wolf Lake. And this one, ugh, I was so, let me put this, let me put it this way. I was really fucking pissed <laughs> that they only had one season of Wolf Lake on. I absolutely loved that show, and I'm so upset we didn't get more seasons. Um, really pissed off. <laughs> one, I love Lou Diamond Phillips, and two, it was a really good show. For movies, uh, the first one I think I saw was Silver Bullet. And I still, to this day, that's one of my favorite werewolf movies. The Underworld movies, which shouldn't surprise anybody, <laughs> are some of my favorite. I, um, overall, those, those, those are just one of my favorite vampire werewolf movies. And two, I really love the way they did the werewolves. The history behind um, how they came to be and you know the feud they had with the vampires. I just absolutely loved everything um, about those. I also really enjoyed um, Red Riding Hood. I wasn't sure if I was going to with Amanda Seyfried. Um, it was really good. And I really, I was not sure at first if I was going to like that movie because of the trailers didn't really excite me. <laughs> but of course, it's paranormal, so I'm going to go watch it just to check it out. And I ended up really, um, really enjoying it. Um, I also, so... Of course, there's the classic Wolfman. There was the more updated Wolfman with um, Anthony Hopkins, which I really enjoyed. I don't think it got enough love, to be quite honest. I thought it was very well done, and the cast was stellar, absolutely stellar. And the pacing and the atmosphere of the movie was, um, I just loved it. Um, so I really suggest if you haven't seen that updated version with Anthony Hopkins that you should go check it out. Of course, I loved The Howling. Um, I did watch the other movies in the Howling series, but the first one, of course, is my favorite. Um, I loved An American Werewolf in London. Oh, you guys, if you have not seen that classic, go see it now. I wasn't fond of An American Werewolf in Paris, but I absolutely loved An American Werewolf in London. It is my, probably my second favorite uh, werewolf movie. Ginger Snaps, it's in my top five. <laughs> if you guys have not seen Ginger Snaps, shame on you, go watch it now. Wolf with Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer 
is one of my favorite, favorite werewolf movies, and I highly suggest checking you out, checking it out if you have not seen it yet. Red, the werewolf hunter. It's a sci-fi movie. <laughs> So it's super duper campy, but I absolutely love it. It has Felicia Day in it, and I absolutely adore her. So if you haven't seen that one, I suggest trying to check that out too. One of the earlier ones I saw, I think I saw this in my, I think I was 15 or 16 when I saw Sleepwalkers based on the Stephen King book. And I think not long after I saw Sleepwalkers, I saw Cat People from, I think that movie was made in 1982. Um, but <laughs> it was an interesting one. I think I was more drawn, of course, to the other shapeshifters. But uh, that was the first, those two were the first ones I saw that had uh, shapeshifters that turned into cats instead of wolves. On the lighter side of things, I loved Teen Wolf, the movie with Michael J. Fox. I, <laughs> I still have that movie. I love watching it. It's, it is one of my favorites. Um, I also really loved the animated Hotel Transylvania movies, of course. I loved the Harry Potter movies, um, which is a different podcast probably, but <laughs> I, I did love um, Remus and the how J.K. Rowling had uh, incorporated her shapeshifters and the magic behind them and the legends behind them. I thought that was really well done. I mentioned earlier about... Um, legends and myths about um you know like skin native american skinwalkers and wendigos and then you know the legend of uh the beast of bray road and these are all different forms of werewolves and then there are cat people myths and legends um you know at first it was told that black cats were uh witches who had shapeshifted into cats there are legends across the globe of were lines and were tigers and, you know, were jaguars and um, all sorts of different cat creatures. And then there are humans who can just shift themselves into various forms um, and gods and goddesses who can do the same, you know, like Loki could shift into uh, pretty much anything he wanted to. <laughs> um, but. Uh, all those types of myths and legends, I love reading about those and how no matter where you are in the world, just like vampires um, and witches, there are myths and legends from every single corner of this world about shapeshifters. And I absolutely love reading about those. I find it fascinating how um, you know, even when we were so closed off from each other that we all had these same type of myths and legends about all these supernatural things. I do. I find it fascinating. I don't know how people can't not find it fascinating. <laughs> Everything from the werewolves and uh, you know, like things like the beast, the beast of Bray Road and uh, the Loop Guru in Louisiana, and I, <laughs> all the way to the Japanese Kitsune and the shapeshifters in Africa. Everything is just fascinating to me. It's really the only word that <laughs> I can come up with right now, which is bad because I'm a writer. But, um, you know, those kind of things, it does. It just um, intrigues me.
and I love learning about myths and legends from around the world that in regards to shifters. Vampires as well, but shapeshifters are a different type of intrigue for me. And I love in books, I love reading new fiction about, um, you know, and take seeing authors put a little different spin on all the beasties, so to speak. <laughs> um, and sometimes it's not even that, you know, they may share a um, mythology and legend about how they were created. There's always something just slightly different um, for e with each author, and I love that. Um, and, at a, and as a voracious reader, <laughs> I am always looking for um, books like that. So if you have any suggestions for fiction or nonfiction, please do let me know about them in the comments or, you know, on one of my social media pages because I absolutely love finding new books. Um, and that goes for new TV shows and movies too. And as always, if you have any uh, questions or comments or you want my opinions on something, um, do leave me a comment or on my social media page or on my Podbean landing page and I will answer them in another podcast. And until the next podcast, thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope you are all doing well and I'm sending all of my love and light to all of you. And again, until the next podcast, thank you so, so much for joining me and have a great evening.